Leaping forward bionically. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Geek Down. I am Pat B in the Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Geek Down. I am Pat B in the house today. We have Shayna. Boom. And joining us for damn, I don't know, the first time in years. Yeah, actually it is a year, yeah. Yeah, it's been a few years, yeah. Alright, well, welcome back, Adam. Today we are talking about Punk Mambo. This is a comic from Valiant Comics about a character who's actually been around for a little while and now has been given her own title. Along with that, we are talking Mario Kart Tour. And we're also talking about Villains. This is a new movie that made the run on South by Southwest and has had a few limited runs in local cities. So hopefully after our review, if you want to check it out, it's coming to your town. We'll talk about that in just a little bit. And then, Weird City. Mm. Is weird AF. It is weird. Uh, produced by Jordan Peele. Yeah, yeah. I was surprised when I saw that in the thing, but he's doing a lot of producing. Yeah, I, lately. I, I respect that. He's all over the place now. Like, that is what's up. And it is his production company. Monkey Paw is his. Mm. We'll talk about those in just a little bit, but right now I'm going to kick it over to Shane. You want to give us the breakdown of what Punk Mambo, and I say it that way for a specific reason, is all about. Honestly, I thought it was Mamba, but that was just me. It might have been the farm. <laughs> Like, she is a literal punk um, who has mystical voodoo powers and she's fighting spirits on behalf of the voodoo gods, whether she wants to or not. It's the entering take of putting all this power and this culture around a uh, Briti- uh, British 1960s style hardcore punk. 60s, 80s. Yeah. I yeah. was trying to decide which era it was supposed to be. Yeah. Like, I'm like, it could have easily been like the early 80s. But I'm like, mm. it crosses back and forth. You've got yeah. kind of that like, part, some uh, some members of her sect have like that old school mod look, and they're associated with like blatant, like fresh out of the um out of, out of the you know the free love age hippies, and then the rest are all like Sid vicious. Yeah, very um, sex pistols. Yeah, Billy Idol all over the mother, and I'm just like, damn, where are y'all coming from? You know, I'm not, I'm not hating on it too. That was, it's a unique take, and believe me, I was like primed and ready to pounce. Like, full Black Panther mode. Because I'm like, how, you, how the hell are you going to have a story about voodoo set in New Orleans and then taking place in Haiti and all this stuff, and your protagonist is just the the, the most oh. lily, Caucasian, pink-haired, uh, uh, like, like, and then British, no less. So, like, there's, like a, there's an extra lack of pigmentation. Whole... So we're talking Rick Astley here, basically. <laughs> I was like, you know, this is an interesting story, but there is a part of me that's like, this is about voodoo culture, and the main character is as white as white can be. And I'm just like, wouldn't it make sense if it had been someone who actually was from that culture? But I was like, you know what? Whatever. I can't. I, I don't decide what artists draw. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was I was I was ready to hate. I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm serious, yo. I had I had my finger on that on that you know on that on that enter button on the keyboard for like a nice long letter about appropriation that I had written. Um, but I noticed something unique as the story goes on, which I did kind of give it a pass because I was coming from both angles, like, yo, black and Haitian. And I'm just like, yo, y'all fed me on two fronts. What's happening? But this is a story that it's just using that as a hook. Yeah. Like, nothing about it is her adopting and co-opting the culture. No. Nothing about it is extra offensive. She's not looking down on these people. She's no. not also, like, practicing voodoo no. from off and on high. End. No, that like, she's in that community. And a lot of research was done, in, oh, at yeah, least definitely. in the Louisiana side. Some of the Haitian stuff, like, directly is 
like someone they didn't live there for a few weeks they just went out for you know or they just went on vacation once you know it's like but at the very least like that much was done like there's proper references to different deities yeah, to they different, have the appropriate names yeah aspects and, of culture and at least believable depictions based on what they're the gods of yeah <laughs> they, they tried their best i can give them that yeah they, like you know I'm what they didn't they did an adequate Look. job <laughs> Definitely. Um, no, she, uh, she is a character that's existed in several of the Valiant books, uh, Shadow Man, Ninja K, Rapture, I think, but several of the titles where she's been, like, a feature player, mm -hmm. and this is the first outing where, granted, there was a, uh, book in 2014 that was a one-off, but this is the first, um, like, collected series where she's the star. We get more about her background and more about, you know, her adventure, uh, Im imbued with the, with the punk uh, essence that they kind of hint at at the beginning which I mean I, I appreciate because it shows that this isn't someone who's like trying to it's not I'm tiptoeing around it it's not the story of this like lily white punk girl trying to be black no. you know what I'm saying which is how you at face value might interpret it and it she's a punk first and foremost and this is the world she's chosen to live in and adopted as, as her own not co-opted which is like the important distinction I had to make when reading. So once I got over that bias, okay. the story itself, it was adequate. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how bad. I, well, I'm, I'm, well, I'm not saying, no, it's appropriate though, you know? It's like, I was reading this and parts of it would be like this dope turn of like magic and it's like other stories you read, well, I call on the spirits and I have an amulet or, you know, some yeah. kind of tome or, I, you know, crystals in a, in a you know, coffee can that I shake. And they spell out, you know, Yahtzee. But this was her actually talking about practices. Well, when I need to do something specific, big or small, there's a process to it each time. You know, it's like if I need to consult someone, you know, uh, like a spirit for a question, you know, I need an actual like living bio sacrifice has to be human. So I usually spend a lot of time digging up bodies in graveyards and it'll be like, um, hey, did you ever play with John Bon Jovi when you were alive? Because you're dead now, and he's, you know, it, he is, because, you know, I need to find out information about him. And they'll just be like, yes, and they'll be on their way. But that's like a, f the, the book describes how it's like a four-day process, because you gotta find a body part from a living being, and then you gotta boil it down, you can't flash cook it or anything. Mm -hmm. And then it's gotta become like a soup, which then, uh... I don't know. It's just the way that describes the process. Actual research was done into the history of the stuff. Ritualism and um, yeah. voodoo, which I mean, it's a ritualistic religion, so yes, there's a lot. But also, I, I appreciate how it didn't make it seem like it's a quick flash comic magical, you know, bang bang. No, you're, it, it you're shows possessed there's thing. There's cost to magic. There's cost. There's... there's time. She talks about how um, she got stranded in London. Because the spirit that she regularly contacted for her quick gateway access, mm -hmm. um, like she lost that connection, and yeah, I don't, have, I, you know, I, I, I can, you know, make myself a, a spell to, you know, move across, um, move across uh, the oceans because I don't have like money for a plane ticket, but that means I'm stuck here for like another three days while I prepare the ingredients and while I actually do the process. I'm like, yo, most places don't show you that these things take time and work. I like that detail because it's something so small. But it's lacking in every other story. Like, yo, every Doctor Strange story, he goes like, boom, you know, puts his puts his fingers in like the little you know, Spider Man thing. He's yeah. doing the shocker, <laughs> and then and then and then suddenly, you know, magic happens. I mean, you know, to be fair, Voodoo is very much represent 
is very well represented by a Bible quote the saying without prayer without work without works prayer is worthless and yeah no you can't get anything out of because voodoo spirits make deals they don't just give <laughs> she's like yeah with a with a cigarette the whole time like yeah alright so I was called here for a reason so why don't you just quit bullshit to tell me what's going on as a true yeah. punk she has an issue with authority yeah and you know what I, I kind of like that it's, it's a it's not the first book to try to take a um like a, a more badass take of you know no nah, I'm not subservient to all this you know it's like yeah it's like but it's one that did it in a fresh enough way that I wasn't hating reading it hmm. I, I but okay. I also hope that we'd see more stuff like that less of her being an obnoxious punk more of her being like an actual like you know no I've got reason to say this to be here to do this to fight this to represent this to turn on this and I didn't I didn't I was I wasn't feeling that. That. Uh, well, what was your interpretation? I've talked, I've talked a lot about this. I would say, like, I was definitely engaged in certain parts. I will say some parts less than others. Like, the actual more action-y parts, I definitely like. But I also like the part where she is actually conversing with the spirits. Mm-hmm. And they're in the banter between the two and i think everything in between those moments are what sometimes would be hit and miss yeah uh the the spirit she works with um you'd think people have this bond and stuff no they hate it they freaking hate it it's like yo i, I don't want to be here them any reference I, I, I think that's probably <laughs> <laughs> like, like i'm gonna sit here hate on you like yeah no she's but, a, she's a jerk yes she is and i'm not saying that oh that makes her a bad character no not really mm. But I totally get why the spirits don't like her, and I totally get why the people who this is their religion don't always like her either. Yeah, the interactions between them was something I was really hoping they'd show, and they did. They did um, actually have her face down and have some serious conversations with some of the people who this is their lifelong practice. You are someone who came into this from a different culture and different practice that you adopted for yourself. Like, like, damn. It's it's also clear that she probably does care it's just she's had some sort of trauma which we don't really know yes oh we we we, well, we, we could know did you read the tw- the 2014 it came out in 2014 it was the uh the punk mambo one shot and no, actually I showed her origins yes, i don't think okay well her origins are I she do, was i do recognize the character so i've seen something with her in. well if you have read any volume comics she's been around a while I have. yeah just not consistently so i'm like i'm trying to remember where i saw her and i was same moment like when i was reading i was like i know this cat i've seen this character somewhere else no before. it's fair it's the same thing when we were doing the x-men comic the other week i went i've seen these characters at least some of these before yeah. but i couldn't remember the series i read it's like yo that they, fat they guy looks familiar yeah like because it's been a while yeah but he wasn't fat he's always been fat <laughs> no no it doesn't sound like blob <laughs> it seemed like a lot of stuff happened quick and it happened kind of routinely and i like the presentation of how the voodoo that she did was done her um her ideas and actions towards people's other people's reactions to the voodoo like uh there's that whole bit where she's cursing the two uh teens mm-hmm. who came to find her because they didn't come with like the proper offerings and you think it's well she's just being kind of snotty it's like no mm-hmm. she's actually coming with um her respect for the culture and identifying that these folks, even though they claim to be like anthropology and whatnot, they don't have the same respect for the culture. Mm-hmm. And I can tell because they didn't follow this one minute but very poignant rule. So I'll do this to them. And if they come back and they follow the rule, it's like a fight club uh, preparation where it's like, if you can endure this properly, then 
you'll be allowed to, you know, take in the secrets. Mm -hmm. And she had that same, like, I got that. That was cool. And that gave me hope for, like, the rest of the book. And I'm like, yo, okay, they're coming from this point of view. It's going to be some serious stuff. And I'm going to see some cool magic. And it became just a regular-ass comic book after a while. Mm. You know, it's like, while well, I'm working with people that I have a struggling relationship with when I'm just getting into fights with, like, some magic stuff. And I call out something. And it happens. And there's a big demon. And there's these, um, it was the, the incest, cannibal, mutant, swamp people. Um, that was the first clue that, yeah, this is falling down some generic routes. See, see I feel like if you're going to do anything supernatural, yeah. it's always going to have incest, cannibalistic, swamp people. Why is that it, a it's, thing? I don't know, it's like a trope. Like? Well, I can understand that point of view. It's probably harder to find, um... You know, incest cannibals, uh, cannibals, cannibal swamp people that you really, you know, uh, find a rapport with. You know, that yeah. you really meet on the same level. Like, like, they like, really, so they just like really personable, like cannibal know. swamp people. Yeah, I there you like, go. Sure. So like the really avant-garde, the really culturally savvy. I feel uh, like the swamp, swamp dwellers in this country should be a little offended. They should. <laughs> <laughs> like, because there are folks who live. In what's the what's wrong with swamps? <laughs> Nothing wrong with Aside from alligators. I want to say so many things, but I realize also we got to... Um, <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so that's my interpretation. It left me a little flat, even though I had high hopes for this going in, because it seemed like a story that had a lot of promise, and it was able to get me past that, that initial, like, point of black rage where it's like oh they gonna do it mother he's, like, he's, he's just stealing all my cultures I'm saying <laughs> of all things too and I'm also very happy which is one of the things I guess that helped that interpretation that it's a story that that, that involves voodoo that even uses the word voodoo and it wasn't all chicken bones and top hats and witch doctors yeah. and over oh, in Haiti immediately zombies I'm like yo man forget you every time I see that because it's offensive and it's prominent and this didn't do that. So I was excited to go into it. And I really wanted to have more good things to say about it. But, you know, it is what it is. That's how I felt about it. But Shayna. I mean, it's okay. <laughs> and the, it, yeah, it was just kind of okay. Like, maybe if there was more of the story, maybe I could get more into it. Mm -hmm. I do like elements of it, but it, I don't know. It wasn't like, oh my god, this is the best thing ever. Like, I didn't get that. <laughs> yeah, no, I feel that. The dynamic between her and the, um, uh, uh, uh Marie, uh, the, um... Oh, the, the essentially the mother of voodoo. Yes. Uh, <laughs> she's not, she's not a deity, but she's not, she she's not person, alive. Though. Yeah, she's not alive in the story. She's like a... A spirit. She's, she's like a spirit guide that's not there to guide. She's just there, like, I'm doing something and our missions coincide. Yeah. So I'm gonna, every now and then... You know, maybe give you some guidance, but don't you know? Don't come out, don't don't come out the side of your mouth at me. You know, I'm not here for you. you know? like, Fair enough. But yeah. yeah, I like I, that 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 like, relationship back and forth. That was good. I like that. That was I enjoyed one of the that. things that I was a little impressed about it, mm -hmm. but because I'm like, oh, that's the act. I'm like, that is an actual famous person in the realm of Buddha, and like she was a real person. She lived in the U.S. for. Like, by the time she moved for the rest of her life, once she got here. <laughs> yeah, they actually did do a, a good amount of research in the actual existing figures and realistic figures it's that are very... pointing to the culture. There was, in that round table of the deities we, we uh, discussed, the lore, um, they actually had uh, several real existing figures. The designs were a little, yeah. Yeah. Like the, the Bawa Samdi. Um, maybe they didn't want to make them too close to what they're really thought to look like. You think, you think it was like a... Maybe. All right, I, I can see that. It might be like a like a, um like a, a cultural offensive thing. Yeah, like like the representation of Muhammad. You're uh, not allowed to draw. Yeah. So, okay. All. Okay. <laughs> all right. From that angle, I can I can I can see that I can understand it. Instead of uh, it's either that or you know 
bad research. But, <laughs> <laughs> but let's let's go with the more positive thought process. Maybe they didn't want to make it too exact. They didn't want to offend anybody. Okay. And they and some of these deities are depicted different ways depending on who you're talking to. Mm-hmm. They had different personalities, which are more in line with their um, with their existing uh, lore. Uh, I, I I like that part, and I wish I liked this book more. Um, I'm still giving it a thumbs up, mostly because it wasn't a bad read. Mm-hmm. I can't I can't I can't really hate on something just because it didn't like blow me away. Yeah. And I went in with my own expectations because I mean that falls on me as the reader, less on the material. And what they wrote here is not even trying to you know carry on the joke, but just saying what they wrote here is an adequate book. It's not mind blowing, but it's not bad. It's just adequate. You know, yeah. if it was part of a if it was part of a larger story of like several other characters, and this was a side story, then I think it would be uh, it would be better suited. Yeah, like at least a little more meat, I think, to yeah. the whole interaction, like either either between her and the other characters that she interacts with, or more of her like story or emotion, something. It just needs to be something just a little. A little meatier mm-hmm. involved in this story. I yeah, you gotta be a little chewier. Yeah, you just need some more toothsome action. That's all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, there's gonna be a lot of mouth analogies apparently. <laughs> um, but, no, like I liked it, but not as much as I thought I was gonna. Mm-hmm. Because I'm usually really, really into this kind of stuff. Like I love um, mythology and like so in study of religion mm-hmm. because I find it really super interesting. So when I see the people interweave those kind of things into like fictional settings, I'm usually really into it. This didn't pull me in the way I was hoping. Mm-hmm. Is my issue, but otherwise it was well done. I'm not no no tea no shade on that one. I'm sitting here hate on it like you're. <laughs> All right, so where do you fall on the line then? So I give it a thumbs up. I wouldn't say I wouldn't advise other people not to read it. Um, I just wish there was more to it. I guess, yeah, that's where I'm going. Okay, all right, I'm with so that. So thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're talking about villains. This is a movie starring uh, Bill Skarsgård, all right, and Mika Monroe. Um, it's I don't know how to put this into words specifically because the trailer gives gives a very specific view of what kind of movie this is. The trailer shows it's these two kids. They rip off banks. They rip off gas stations. They're on a cross-country crime spree. And then they hole up in this house. Why? Because they're on the lamb. And then what do they find? Well, we're going to find through, comb through all this stuff. These people have money. They got taste. We're going to rip off this place. We're going to steal that car. We're going to head to Florida. And then what do they find Why in the basement? Of all states, why would you want to go to Florida? Well, dig this. They got a plan. They got a, they got a, they got a master machination. It can't be a good plan if Florida's involved. Oh, wait till you hear it. They're going to find a place on the beach. You don't live in Florida. You visit there. And they're going to make their millions because they can collect as many shells as they want. Oh, my Jesus. And they'll sell them right there on the waterfront. I can't even. All day. All day. Go sell them shells on the waterfront. And you know what the best part about it is? They live in Florida. Where all that stuff comes in free, doesn't even cost them for inventory. Inventory is provided by Mother Nature. Wait, you're saying shells come from the ocean? That is correct. <gasps> My mind's blown. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Put a piece of string on there. This is really wear dumb it. plan. Yeah, hold me closer, tiny <laughs> turtle. <laughs> well, they're really dumb kids. No, that's the thing. They're kids. You know, like the the trailer kind of. It's like thirty years old. Yeah. Being he's this. like handsome lurch. He's a marionette of a man. That, that, that's what he is, all right. He's very tall. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but all of the Skarsgårds are fairly tall. So. Mm. Well, I mean, they're Swedish. 
Smidge people are usually pretty tall. Yeah. It's just. Yeah. Welcome back to stereotyping white folks. Well, I mean, to be fair. Tilda Swinton, she's huge, I know. Uh, he. She's a long back. <laughs> uh, inside jokes. Tilda Swinton. Tell her, God damn it! Oh, Bill Scar's car. <laughs> no more of this hurdle. No more of this hurdle. Get it out of here. I didn't squeeze it, it was my fault. Uh, in this movie, Bill Skarsgård, uh, Bill Skarsgård plays Mickey. Uh, he and his partner, Jewel. Uh, Jules are. They're young kids. They're ripping off um, gas stations and such. But they're trying to get out of the crime game. Because they're not in the crime game. They're just kids who have a gun, a, a crappy car, and need to make their way to Florida by any means necessary. Which means they got to knock over a couple gas stations. Why? Because they need gas and they need potato chips. You know? I love um, how you threw in the potato chips. Hey, you got you to gotta, you gotta have your snacks. Really potato chips are good, though. Yes. I don't blame them. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a theme or anything. It's just the thing that they did. Yeah. Including um, when, they're robbing a, when they're robbing a gas station. You got to stop and make that selection because do I want a zag nut? I'm kind of feeling the mom's bar today. Mm-hmm. You know, and they sat there. Well, which one do you want, baby? I'm like, y'all are robbing the place. Get both. Just like snatch them and go. Right? Just there grab trying a to bag, stick sh- in it, and but go. Yeah, I, I like, <laughs> like it. It's like, it's like, if I get the Indy Cat fries, are you going to have some? You know, I'm like, what the fuck See, I, I kind of okay, like it when they seems... have like those conversations in movies. Like when someone's robbing something, they're arguing over like, Hot fries or cheese handicap fries? It kind of okay. breaks the tension a bit, and I'm I like, you like... know what? If I were to rob a gas station, yeah, I'd be, yeah, I'd be like mean. arguing over like Cool Ranch for Snatch or Doritos. Yeah. You are insane. I, I hate to say this. I love but my Doritos. I feel like every time this scene happens in a movie, mm-hmm. they're white. I feel like if a person of color was robbing somewhere, they would want to be in and out as fast as possible. Just grab and go. Just go, go, go. Because otherwise, when police show up, we will get shot. They will talk (laughs) you down. They will shoot us. It is true. It is true. He's got a point. As our resident token right now, Adam, do you have anything to say? I'm seeing that. So, what if Shayna and I both robbed a gas station? They would shoot me and say, Sir, sir, did she hold you against your will? (laughs) (laughs) No, I I feel like I'd be arguing with you about Doritos and you'd just be like, Shut up. I gotta go. No, no. Um, no, you'd be arguing about Doritos and you'd hear, No, no, you'd escape and I'd probably get arrested because I'm still there, like, thinking about Doritos. Yeah, because all of a sudden you would just hear tires squealing and you'd be like, Shay, Shay? No, Shay's gone because Shayna's got the money. She got her chips and she left. She also probably had the liter of Pepsi. She's gone. But you know what? If they, if they, if they had three D Doritos, there, you remember those? They I were like they were like, they were like crappier bugles. Yeah, if the they inside, did, the, I would the, be the air inside, the air inside smelled like bad breath. <laughs> <laughs> if I saw those, I'd be like, hmm. I'd be checking the expiration dates of everything I picked up in the car because I'd be like, mm, yeah. yeah, old, old, because you have Doritos from. Now, how's that for a plot twist? They're trying to go to Florida. And they end up going back in time to when they had 3D Doritos. That sounds awful. <laughs> why would you want those? At least go for a Wonder Ball. Why would you go for? Yeah, those? I don't know. I just started thinking about them. It's like Marty, we gotta go back. We gotta go back to 1998. I gotta get some 3D Doritos and a Crystal Pepsi. Surge. Ooh, Crystal Pepsi. <laughs> One of those Orbitz drinks. The ones that look like a lava uh, lamp. Surge was aw- oh, Orbitz. Yeah, those I was are nasty. real excited I like when those came out. Duck, I tried duck, it and it was duck. bad. Duck! <laughs> I'm out of Fruitopia, Duck! It, oh my god! It, it tasted like the syrup, <laughs> like, inside of a fruit someplace. cocktail, oh, with, like, little tapioca balls in it. It was disgusting. Yeah, no, Wait, Fruitopia? It, no, 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 no. There was this drink Orbitz. called Orbitz. It looked and like a lava lamp. Yeah, it was a soft drink mm-hmm. that had these little 
things floating in it, like these little balls. And it's like, it was like some sort of like tapioca or gelatin. Mm -hmm. And I remember seeing them and I was like, oh, that sounds so cool. So I bought one and I was like, I'm so excited. Why do I have to chew it? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not like a bubble tea is what you're saying. It was not good. I no. Like oh, it. that's a shame. Because though, like a good tapioca. It tasted like bad, clearly Canadian. Yeah, with, it, it, was like, it was like the gas station CBD thing. equivalent to bubble tea. It was not good. It was not CBD? Good. Yeah. You, like, I was at my oh. gas station. They had like CBD gummies. I'm like, why would I buy that from a gas station? Oh. Because mm. yeah. you think you think it's going to get you high. It's like, yo. I'd, I'd be I got these gummies. Be, yeah. Like, <gasps> I am so messed up. Really? Uh, really mean, because they're, they're made by like, Nabisco. Yeah, like, I, I feel like I'm not going to get high off of those. I feel like I'm Actually, you know what? I didn't think yeah. that either until I, like, like, what, just... Those gas station CBDs? No, no. I was at the um, cannabis convention. Oh, those are real. Oh, come on. Yeah, that's, like, that's, that's, that's a little different. I like, really fast. I'm not realizing it takes, like, 10, it takes, like, 15 to 30 yeah. minutes from the kick-in. And Pat asked me, he was like, are you sure? He's like, you sure? I was like, yeah, I'm not even. And all of a sudden, it's, like, world slowed down. <laughs> uh. <laughs> all right, well, first of all, let me just say that's your own fault for not realizing the difference between um, the, the, the Keebler brand uh, CBD gummies and the random CBD gummies that are given to you by any by some random teenagers who pull them out of their pocket, li- like 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 uh, haphazardly wrapped in a, in, a, in, a, in a Ziploc bag. That's not even close. That's not what happened. Uh-huh. They came out of a real container. All right. So what, what what we're getting is Adam and Shana should never rob gas stations. Shana wouldn't bother robbing a gas station. Uh, I, feel, I feel like the cops would come in. They'd find him with a ski mask and gun in hand. Like, sir, obviously you disarmed and disrobed uh, the uh, the assailant. Did you see which way she went? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so in Villains, um, we join Mickey and Jules. They've just ripped off this gas station, and they're kind of like, whoa, we did our last job. We we have enough to make it to Florida now. Let's go. We're going to get there. We're going to sell seashells. It's going to be amazing. And then the car starts to run out of gas. And they're also in, like, this takes place like, Why didn't in... you also steal gas? Well, why, this is the thing. Why? You robbing a gas station, right? Instead of stealing, just like, oh, steal money so you go to another gas station and buy gas? No. You sit there, <laughs> put the gun to dude's head, like, I'll need to fill up on pump two, fill up your tank all the way, and, th- like, I also and imagine you could the, keep the rest of the money. Maybe they were too <laughs> arguing about chips. I feel, oh, Jesus. <laughs> I feel like logistics of really a gas station criminals. robbery don't really... Uh, don't really uh, allow for. Okay, now we're gonna take a few minutes. Uh, let me get 17 bucks worth. I'm not paying for it, but 17 bucks worth <laughs> on pump three. Oh wait, we're pump two. Okay, can you put? The, no, it's already the computer. Okay, do me a favor. Can you go around and pull pull the car to pump three? I'm I'm gonna I'm hold him here. No, he's not going nowhere. He, you you fear for your life, right, sir? Yeah, he feels for fears for his life. He's good. Pump three. Yeah. No, it's it's on the right side. It's on the. Right. I know it's European. Can I get a couple of those hot dogs too. Yeah. Robbery with like twenty minutes of prep time, and then yes, they could, especially because they ro- they check the map. They're in like New Hampshire, oh, I, I, or the, and the thing is, oh they're God, on like they, an old they open road. Driven to Florida in one day. Could have if they had gas. They Why check- are you buying gas? <laughs> well, they run into a dilemma where they People check the map and find they 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 just robbed and are now about a mile and a half away from the oh. only gas station in about a fifteen mile radius. And the car is now out of gas. So they can suck it up and walk back to the gas station they just robbed and try to get gas from there. 
What? Or they can see what's available in the neighborhood. They see what's available in the neighborhood, and they just happen to stumble upon the nearest house, this really big, secluded, effing mansion. Totally doesn't sound sketchy. Yeah, no, at no, all, no. right? No. Yeah. Yeah, no. Mansions in the middle of the woods. Are yeah, there's usually probably great like incest, cannibalistic swamp people living in there. <laughs> no, no, no. Those live in the moat around. Yes, these oh, are these are more upscale around. incest cannibals. Oh, okay. So they're in like the gated incest cannibal community. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yes, called Hilldale. And what do they find in the house? They find a little girl chained up in the basement, black snake mode style. That's when we, you should just laugh. Yeah, you should well, just be like, the oh, gas well, first. can't be involved. Siphon in the this. gas first, yeah. yeah. And you'd be like, you know what? I am, I am, I am out of my league here. You could have this call to the police and just got mm-hmm. out of there. Like, be like, people, I am sorry, little girl. I am sorry. You are on your own. I do not want none of this. I'm like, I throw her some bolt cutters. Like, here. Yeah. We need to get the bolt cutters. Though. I don't know. That's that's part. That's, Clearly, that's they part weren't of the... prepared to rob things. They grabbed it when you were robbing the gas station. Right. Yeah. Like. <laughs> this presents Jewel and Mickey with a uh, with a moral dilemma. Like, yeah, we're not good guys, but we're not trying to be bad guys. We're just like people doing bad things. Go. Yeah. <laughs> well, the thing is, they really feel the need to get this little girl out of this very bad situation she's obviously in. And that's when they're making this decision. The people who come live home. there come home. Mm-hmm. Now you're in some shit. See, that's the whole point. You get out before they come home. Why are you still there? Yeah. Well, what it, what it comes down Crazy to is a face-off. keep children locked in basements. You don't want to be there. No. Well, take this. The trailer promises or implies there's going to be a face-off because now you have these like really hardcore evil kidnappers who are tying up little girls in the basement and you have these badass uh, 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 gas station ripper-offers who really enjoy their chips. And now <laughs> they they're here. Bad. I mean, so, badass yeah. seems like a pretty adequate term for Well... <laughs> Mm. Again with the adequate. Um, <laughs> but no, what I'm getting at is the trailer presents something that the movie doesn't quite deliver. What the movie delivers is a story about these two really confused kids who are desperate, but they know they got a gun, which gives them some level of power. They're really in love, and they have their like really cutesy back and forth tropes because they are just kids in love. They do a thing called car washing, which is when one's having kind of a freak out, man. You know, gotta get out of my head. I need to calm down. The other's like, I got you. Calm down. Breathe. Lay down. I'm gonna get on top of you. I'm gonna. Drop my hair over your face, and now it's just you and me. We can't see the outside world. Focus on me. We're gonna breathe together. I love you. You love me. I love you. I love you. <laughs> and I'm watching this like, what the hell kind of movie did I walk into? <laughs> yeah, because I'm like, I want to see guns blazing, criminals, and blah 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 blah. Give me some tropical food bubblicious, bitch. You know. And I'm getting, I love you. I love you. Breathe. Good, let's take a walk. It's a good day for a hike. Y'all just robbed the gas station, run! So they get into this house, the people come back, and now I think, okay, here's where it's about to get thick. You know, because these folks, psh, they're already deep into crime. They got a house dedicated to it, and now they got... And in walks the, like, most polite, cordial, uh, bright and shiny, fresh-from-search southern couple... Like like Sunday clothes all day with a baby in hand. Oh, they're oh they sound like the family from um the um the Brotherhood of Blood. They just might be. These people walk in. They're very polite. Why are y'all in our house? Oh, they got a gun. Yeah, I do believe we might be in some kind of mortal danger. Well, hey, take what you want. Just don't hurt me or the baby and get on out. And then we'll go about our day. Won't even call the police. Y'all have a nice time. Yeah. Like, damn the frick See, I wouldn't have trusted that. Mm-hmm. There, there's no reason to. And then it comes out, well, we could do that, but we'd rather talk about the little girl you got chained up in the basement. And it's like, oh, well, 
Y'all saw that, huh? Well, see, now we got what we call the situation. <laughs> and it's, yo, the whole thing was just like a trip because this is the movie they presented. I thought, I thought it was going to be. villains much scarier to me, Um, Yeah, no, There's I, I so kind of get that too. process. Yeah, and it, it means they're in control. Yeah. Yeah, that's like a, what makes it dangerous, you know? Like a manic psychopath is one thing, but someone who is very, very clear and calm and well-planned mm-hmm. scares me a lot more. Yeah, expressing perspicacity <laughs> while he's talking to people holding a gun to his face. That's not really the kind, the kind of cat that, you know, you're going to feel comfortable robbing in the next few minutes. He probably got... He's either got backup... Or he's he's gonna like eat that hand like he's gonna, yeah, he's see, gonna eat the hand part of the gun barrel. Talking to me, I'm like, yeah, we should just take that and leave. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what it what it morphs into is this really like trippy, weirded out movie about um, it's a continuous power struggle because they end up t- overtaking Jules and um, end up overtaking Jules and Mickey and becoming their uh, hostages. And then it becomes like a, a hostage situation leading into a reverse, host- reverse hostage situation. And you find these people's drive is more along the lines of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Mm-hmm. And But imagine if Texas Chainsaw Massacre took place in the Pleasantville universe. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's this movie. You, you know what? I'm kind of into that. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, like, you know what? Oh. You, you can be. I was, I was too uncomfortable at every point in this. I'm like, yo... Everything about this is creepy as holy hell. Not scary. Not yeah. tense. Freaking creepy. Oh, I like creepy more than I like scary. Yeah. Alright, well I, I was ready I was ready for some gunfights, for some like bad for some for some like, you know, villain villain some villain posturing. You know, instead I got, well, why don't we all sit here down to dinner? We're gonna make you a nice uh, my nice shepherd's pie. My so, wife makes so a lovely yeah. shepherd's pie. Enjoy the shepherd. You don't want my wife's pie? And like, yeah, what the fuck? So so it's really more of like a slow burn in a sense. Uh, yes. Yeah. Very slow burn, but kind of like an English uh, absurdist uh, sensibility. Yeah. Because it's still a weird situation they put these people in. Oh, yeah. They have these really polite villains against these really inept villains. And then the whole thing with the little girl who's uh, chained, up, chained up in the basement. And you find out she's also got a bit of Stockholm Syndrome going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like a lot of like weird twists. And I'm like, this is an art movie from beginning to end. And I wasn't ready for that, but I think I was just fooled by the trailer. I think it presented itself as it's going to be more of like an action or more of like a tense, you know, uh, uh, a struggle between, you know, two criminals. Which one's going to come out ahead? And no, and I totally get that because I did see the trailer. Yeah. And I'm like, that's the complete vibe that I got off of it when you were mm-hmm. like, yeah, yeah, just the both of them kind of facing down. It's going to be a little weird. Yeah. It's going to be a little unorthodox. It's going to be a lot of action. Yeah. Yeah. More of a dark comedy. And instead, I mean, it was a dark comedy. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Like, several parts of it were meant to be funny. Kira, Swe- uh, Kira Sedgwick gives a phenomenal performance. Mm-hmm. I've always loved her. I've always loved her voice. Uh, she's voiced a lot of like uh, uh, cartoon characters from um, like the Superman animated series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah did not. Great work. And in this, I've never seen her play someone so blatantly creepy. Mm-hmm. Like, step- very, like Stepford wife creepy. I think it works because she has a very genteel voice when she wants to. Like she, she has that kind of southern accent that you know, you want to have if you had one. Yeah. Like, that, that very southern bell sounding. Yeah, just like, like subdued racism masked with Let's bless yeah. your hearts. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah very yeah. antebellum. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She, she's like two two steps away from wearing a bustle throughout yes. this whole movie. Like I mean, I, I want to see her with like lots of petticoats and a big hat. Yeah, yo, she got that. <laughs> she did not have the church hat at any point. She did dress up, and then there's a whole thing. There's a whole thing where she very uncomfortably tries to play uh, do like a sexy dance. Uh-huh. And when I say uncomfortably, I mean that's that's the role, that's the character, and that's the scene. Like she's supposed to be uncomfortable and not practice at it, and then the dude watching is supposed to be very uncomfortable watching. And I'm like, y'all nailed this because I am so, so uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> um, so, I mean, there's not much more to say about it. It's, it mostly comes down to the performances, which, if it's coming to your town, I do encourage people to see this, despite my giving it a thumbs down. Because I'm just like, this is only meant for a very specific audience. It's only really like meant for people for me. who are like, it might be meant for you. I'm if you weird. are really into art films, and you are really into just like character pieces and the movie was so damn slow it's meant for a a a, a minute um uh, like a, like a small very small case study a small focus group of people and i'm just not one of those people so it's called villains it's uh making the round still at uh small theaters uh, around the country i'm not sure if it'll go international but at the very least um you should look it up if you have the uh, option to uh to watch it if not it should come to streaming in the next couple of months all right so with that very prestigious lead-in let's talk about mario kart tour so uh, someone had to review it. <laughs> oh boy, with that No, Kart no, it, it really isn't that bad. It's um it's Mario Kart. Like there's nothing new added to the table um aside from it being a free mobile game. It's a mobile game. Um also one thing I want to call out just before you really yeah, like, get into it go just for in, it. Ca in case it gets mixed uh missed. Mobile phone. You do anything. Most games you play like this. Most pictures you take like this. Video take like this. This game, you, you play like this. this. Yeah, exactly. It's, a, it's in portrait mode. This is it? different. This is new. Like, why would it be in portrait but you know mode what? and not landscape? That seems I silly. like it in this mode, though. You like it in portrait mode? I like it in portrait mode. Okay, break it down. Why? What's going on? It's easier to control. Like, I just hold it, have my thumb here, go left and right, do my drifting. But it's a racing game. You're one-handing this? Yeah, you one handed No, what I'm getting at, it's more natural um, yeah. for anyone who plays racing games to have the two-hand uh, uh, setup here. Mm -hmm. The one-hand thing, it, it, it throws you into, into a less comfortable control structure. Or at least it threw me into a less comfortable control structure. At least a less familiar. See, I thought it was pretty yeah. comfortable with it. Um, when I first started playing it, mm -hmm. I was like, all right, so I got to tap to use any of the items. I'm like, what if that makes me um, slow down? Because I don't have a finger on this for like a split second, you know? Mm -hmm. And, you know, that wasn't the case. Um, yeah, it, it's pretty standard Mario Kart. I mean, it's good, I would say, if you were um, stuck on the train. You had a few... Oh, like a quick action, just jump yeah, in. Yeah, like you need like you 20 know, minutes to kill. And yeah. into, it, does it need to be connected to on play? Yeah, that's the other issue. It's, it's always going to be online. So, like, if you don't care about your data plan... And yeah. you're stuck on the red line. I like, mean, if you have unlimited, yeah. you probably. Well, here, here's the, here's the problem. There, did you play? Did you play multiplayer? Did you play single player? Um, it's all multiplayer. It's all no. It's all it's all. There's a single player component where they they spoof other racers. That's why I was so good at it. <laughs> He's like, oh, oh, they got you. I no, because I was really playing good. it. I was wondering. I'm like, are these bots, or is everyone in this game really bad? Oh. Wow. It's, they were bad. The game is the game is um it's a single player campaign. There is a multiplayer option. It was grayed out when I tried it, and I know it's been grayed out for uh, some other people. I who thought tried it was it, so amazing at that game. You thought, hey, I mean, just, maybe you were. Maybe you just happened to jump onto uh, like one of the first servers, um, and you I'm, were just like handling folks left and right because no one else is good at uh, the 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 one hand fingering that you that you are. Uh, so you know, it's like, you know, you, you know, you just had your skills down. You know, it's like I don't know, man. You, like what? I diddled to control this. Well, ha <laughs> ha. You kind of crushed my me, house man. now. Um, okay, my experience was a little different. Um, I'm noticing that uh, as someone who plays a lot of racing games but not a lot of mobile racing games, I was ready for something different. I wasn't ready for how different this came across. Mm -hmm. And I mean, that that's fair, you know. That culture shock is a thing that happens, and the way games work are you're just expected to, you know, acclimate yourself. You're going to get into this, and it will become more familiar. It'll become more of an experience you can enjoy over time. But as I got into this, dude, the microtransactions for, like, every 
friggin' thing, which I'm but, used but also, to. But also, it's a free mobile game. Like, you, yes. they're gonna they're gonna nail you for everything. It's like Flying Spirit, you know? <laughs> okay, that's not fair because I play plenty of free mobile games. Mo- I, I actually wait, kinda... wait, you've played Spirit's free mobile game? No, no, no. What I'm saying is that I play plenty of free mobile games, mm-hmm. and matter of fact, I prefer free mobile games because I don't actually like to pay for any of them. But um, what you call it? But most of my games are entertaining <laughs> and I enjoy them and they don't beat me over the head with microtransactions yeah. um, because I don't have to mm-hmm. like and they give me a lot of player incentive to keep playing oh my god some of them keep me playing for hours and it's not even funny and I'm like I need to stop so I require that kind of interest in my mobile games or I'm gonna put them down yeah like I, I wouldn't say the microtransactions for the Mario Kart game were like super predatory it wasn't like the mobile dungeon keeper game that came out a few years ago. Oh, okay. yeah, you, you know what? which is pretty blatant, you know. Well, see, my direct comparison will be for their last free mobile game that they offered, which was not good. The Doctor Mario. Yeah. Yeah. yeah oh, Doctor Mario. Yeah, that was not a good look. Well, they're still and feeling they also it out. Beat me over the head with their um, transactions. I was like, I don't know. I don't want to buy. I don't even need to buy. Anything. It, it was, yeah, want to play, so play more than right five rounds a day bother. while you froze well, a few well, bucks. All it reminded me of was uh, Candy Crush, where you have to like use mm-hmm. your stamina for yeah, each level, and then you start like begging your friends on Facebook for your Farmville. Well, there's a mechanic there involved in game development that a lot of people tend to overlook, and I think it may just not be general general knowledge, but uh, one of that, a lot of that, comes from the old coin-op arc- arcades where you yeah. could adjust difficulty of most games, and not, I don't mean like adjust like the developers. I mean the actual people who operated the arcades themselves could adjust difficulty. And mm-hmm. what you want is people who come into the arcade to be able to play these games and feel like this isn't impossible. It's yeah. hard. Yeah. It's challenging. Okay. But I have a chance. Oh, I just missed that. Ah, oh, if I put in one more quarter, I could have gotten it. And I put in that quarter, and I get that. And maybe I get the next thing, and then I'm able to play and enjoy up until another point where, oh, they got me. Oh, do I have another quarter? Well, it's like, I, yeah. you know, well the thing is, you don't want to frustrate them to the point that you don't want where, they, where they're just like, you know, screw this. I'm, I'm, I'm not even having fun. I don't want to play anymore. You want to adjust it so it's just enough. And the thing is, Nintendo's finding that balance. Mm-hmm. They haven't got it yet for phone game for mobile mm-hmm. handsets. They got it on the Switch. Switch mm-hmm. games, yeah, amazing. But oh, for this so model, DLC content sometimes is ridiculously hard. Well, I mean, they're still again, but it's st- still fine. I, I still play it. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah. as far as mobile games go, this is the thing we've been asking for for a long time, and they were abjectly against it mm-hmm. for a very long time. I remember uh, companies getting sued when they made emulators. Uh, for uh, for Android phones. Oh, yeah. I get it. They want you to those, keep but... buying their own. But also, Nintendo's super protective of their IPs, even if they're not, if even if they haven't used it in like 20, 30 years. Yeah, but if, this is Nintendo's yeah. game. So I right. think at the very least, in all that time where there were soon folks like Lego, my ego, you mother, and all that stuff, they will be learning the right ways and the wrong ways if they had planned to get in the game, which I think they had always planned to, but they didn't do the research into how. Mm-hmm. They probably figured we've been making mobile games for our own consoles forever, so we got this down without thinking this is a different uh this is a different this is a different environment this is a different universe pretty much yeah. and there are right ways and wrong ways and you can't just dip your toe in when you're as big as nintendo fair enough. you know you got to come in with a certain amount like you can't just rely on the strength of your games of the names of your game mm-hmm. and i think that's what they're doing i think with with mario kart um and, and with uh dr mario yeah and i'll expand it beyond nintendo themselves to say uh companies like capcom when they released teppin we talked about a little yeah. while ago mm-hmm. it's like you all are huge companies who have been in gaming long enough to know that when you plan to move into a different environment a different um hardware set 
you should have a certain level of knowledge in there because people are gonna expect certain things from you because you're big. You know, yeah. King bought Candy Crush. They didn't make Candy Crush. Mm -hmm. Candy sure. Crush was a thing that existed before them and it worked out those kinks. Yep, and then they made a whole bunch of games that were very similar. Yeah, so yeah. If, but if they Mario got Kart... rid of some of the drawbacks, which I realized later. Well, I mean, also stuff you have to do, that difficulty thing. Yeah. But if Nintendo had bought Mario Kart from another company, then I could be more forgiving about this mm -hmm. stuff. But I'm like, this is Nintendo. This is your baby. Yeah, this they should have been And you're that's, big that's enough that what... people <laughs> sh uh, shouldn't be as lenient mm -hmm. as you think they will be. But also, that's what they initially did, though, with, um, like, Pokemon Go. Mm -hmm. They pretty much bought this game called um, Egress, made by the company that made Pokemon Go. Wait, hold up, hold up. I egress. Yeah, yeah. That was oh, terrible. No, I'm no, sorry. No, no, but you know what? I'm, about, I'm ashamed of myself. I digress right now in this movie. <laughs> but pretty much they 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 bought the game and then reskinned it as a Pokemon game and now you have Pokemon Go. Mm -hmm. Like, they have experience in mobile games. No, they have experience reskinning Doki Doki Pen. Yeah. yeah. That doesn't mean that there's an excuse for how much of a pain in the ass Mario Kart Tour, at least for me, was to play and Dr. Mario. I know this is a Dr. Mario review, but I'm just... Yeah, like, but it's showing up. No, I, I mean, there are a lot of parallels right there, you know? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And um, I, I think the one thing is, I was surprised they made Mario Kart a mobile game. Yeah, I... Because, like, you, you're, you're missing the Mario Kart experience. Right. Yeah. You know what my biggest... You know what I think would have been a smarter decision? Is if they had done the Sega games instead. Oh, yeah. For mobile games. Because they because mm -hmm. they're their distributor now. So Sega is still a, technically an independent company, but they're not. They're distributed by... And they N have this N huge Nintendo. library to pull from from I the know. Sega games. Like yeah. they did freaking Dr. Mario, but they should have did Dr. Robotnik's mean bean machine. That would have been a better game. You're my new best friend. <laughs> <laughs> uh, y'all are just nerds, huh? Um, I mean, I, I'm, I'm no, I'm not, I'm not hating on. I used to love, I used to love the Sega games. It's just, what this I've, show is. <laughs> I've just come, I've just come so far beyond like the Sega catalog. Mm -hmm. that I, I don't think I could go back. And I'm not trying to say that it's a negative, like, from a yeah, It's but... just like, those are things that I enjoyed so much, I don't want to taint the memory by going back and finding out they're not as, either they're not as good as I remember, or I'm not as good at them as oh, you I remember. Aren't. But, you but know? sometimes you really want to play Shining Force 2, though. Dude, I will I will download the music on my, right. you know... But how about this? Nostalgia yeah. sells. So this is a different... These are games that have been out of rotation much longer. Mm -hmm. So the nostalgia goggles on them will be strong. So they would... People would download them just for that. People our age. Like... Yeah. All right, well that's fair, but let me ask you then, because we've talked a lot about the about the, uh, the the how and the why, but let's talk about the game itself. Because you mentioned the control style worked for you or it didn't work for me. How did you find the game play? Um, you know, I found it pretty standard. Like, it's nothing really new being brought to the table. Mm -hmm. it's, it's literally mobile Mario Kart. They're bringing over a lot of the same courses mm -hmm. from the previous Mario Kart games. Mm -hmm. So, um, I mean, even going back to what you were talking about, if you need a little bit of, like, a hidden nostalgia, you could be like, oh, I can do, like, Cheap Cheap Lagoon. All right. Yeah. Um, like, oh, man, what's that? Yeah, exactly. Rainbow Road? Oh, stuff. Yeah, also, yeah. you don't have to physically be competing with the newer version of the game right. that's out right now. But I'm sitting there playing, I'm like, <laughs> you know what? We would rather. If, if I want to do, like, Rainbow Road, I can uh, just do it on my Switch. Yeah. Like, and I can have, like, I can also, have you guys over. Switch and Switch is mobile. It is mobile. <laughs> so, less need for you to take the 
you know, the general Nintendo games that are already popular and making them mobile games because you could already play them mobilely yeah. without needing connection, without, you know, without using up your data, mm -hmm. without using up all your phone battery. Yeah. You know what I think? I think this was their attempt to um, kind of capitalize on the, um, I guess, the uh, the resurgence of popularity of Crash, uh, of Crash Bandicoot racing. Mm -hmm. Because everyone's all about, everyone's reminded, hey, Crash Bandicoot had some dope racing games way yeah, see, back in the day. When they brought back now, Crash Bandicoot, a character that had been out of rotation for a really long yeah. time. Yes, but so that doesn't it mean made Mario... more sense. But that doesn't mean Mario Kart is the... It's not competing the, with itself. And that's what this is going to have to do, compete with itself. Right. Well, it's, 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 well, so far it's doing a bad job. This is why it made no sense to do this game. <laughs> this is true. Um, my own experience with the gameplay was I, I found it kind of lackluster and I've never been the biggest I love kart racing games Mario Kart itself though has never really been the one that moved me mostly because what's one that I, moved you? Uh, actually I mentioned Crash Team I mentioned the Crash Racing games yeah. Crash Team Racing was the first one where I was like yo this is like everything I didn't like about Mario Kart they've like done right Yeah. and um, oh there was one for the, for the for the PS1 which I forget it was um uh, you, it was a kart racer, but you weren't in carts. They made it so that all the cars, it was a it was a kart style racer, but all the cars looked like old school, like nineteen fifties uh, racers. It was it was it was kind of fun. You know, I vaguely remember playing that, hmm? like long, long time ago. I mean, PS one game, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I forget was... the name. What, wait, was it like Vigilante Eight or something like that? Um, no, Vigilante Eight was PC originally. I, mean, I don't remember if it went to yeah. That, that was more of like a twisted metal. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. I remember Vigilante. Though Vigilante came out around the same time as Carmageddon. Mm -hmm. uh, came out. Twisted Metal. Yeah. Uh, was one of the big ones there where people started. There was a split. There was people who go who would go more towards the arcade racers, mm -hmm. and people went more towards the simulation. And that's yeah. when we saw our, our Gran Turismo's on I one on one side and our, um, our our Midnight Clubs on the other. Gran oh, Turismo's. I, remember Gran why Turismo. I never learned how to drive. By the way. Gran Turismo's. Yeah. Cause I, okay, so I was in Sam and I was in, but no, I was in, oh, what was the name of that place? You were in good place. times. I was in Good Times. Okay. Oh, Good you Times. Know, right? So I was like, Good wow. Times. I know, right? Yeah. Speaking of that nostalgia, hold on, Sam. Oh, was that the Blue Water Shell? Yeah, Good Times. <laughs> so my dad took took me and my sister and my brother there, and um, I was a little, I was probably around 15, and what you call it? I was like, and I asked my dad, I was like, you know, I kind of want to drive. And he was like, and he pointed me towards the racing games. He was like, it's just as easy as using those. Oh, oh this isn't going to so, end well. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so here I am all excited. I'm like, yeah, it's gonna, I'm going to drive it just like a car. And I wiped out so hard, so, so badly. I just watching my little digital car flip and flip and flip <laughs> and after that I was terrified to get behind the wheel of the car <laughs> you know what because that, my father is not a great one <laughs> Wait, was he was he being sincere or was he trying yes, to like give you a do a scared straight that, thing no I wasn't being sincere like again oh. my father not the most responsible dad no no so, no, <laughs> no not by that not by that problem. so that traumatized me and that's why well but, he could have given you like um, the, any of the burnout series I know. so I mean it's like but it's like, it's like, yeah. it's like this like did you crash well right. I did I also blew up 17 other cars <laughs> I think I'm hitting the road again in fact you know what the sidewalk's a little too close to <laughs> though funny enough the racing game I was good at as a kid was Star Wars Pod Racers that? yeah 
Okay, so you're, you're you're good with racing as long as like friction is not a thing. Yeah. Apparently. All right. Okay, I, I, I get it. See, so you're gonna. Come now. I, was, I was actually quite good at that one. All right. Well, we named a bunch of races right there, and like that's where my influence came from. Yeah. You know, it's like Mario Kart was always that one where uh, everyone liked the couch co-op aspect and they got together and they were bumping each other around everyone's like you know uh, like uh screeching around rainbow road and stuff and i'm like you know what this is just a train i missed you mm -hmm. know so i'm cool with that I, I like other car racers i like other racers in general i love racing games um the simulation one the simulation ones uh kind of lost me after a while because it started becoming more like forza where it's like we get one simulation game but if you really want the full experience you buy this dlc pack but if you want the full full experience you also buy this season pass you yeah. want the full 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 experience while well, you buy the ultimate edition and then you, i'm like yo i just want to race and have a good time i mean don't and y'all do all this stuff where hmm? don't forget pre-ordering oh yeah yeah, yeah yeah where it's like you can pay up to like 300 dollars for a racing game and then even yeah it's like they got rid of demos so i can't even try it out beforehand yeah, and i think the best time i ever had which ended up being the first game i ever 100%ed by accident was ridge racer unbounded Really? It was a simulation style game that still had those elements of, well, but we're also going to do some uh, arcade style challenges. Mm -hmm. So I'm in a simulation style racing game, but also I get to a point in level where if I know the level enough, I know that I can veer off the road here, bust through the girder where I can see the dirt road just past this, and it'll take me onto a path that'll rocket me <coughs> through a glass <coughs> wall in this building. Mm -hmm. That is under construction, so it's there's, there's a big ramp inside. So now... I'm in, a, I'm in a steady racing game. I'm actually facing off and there's challenges, but I can turn off the road here, which will bring me, I, I'm breaking, uh, suddenly I'm breaking through glass. I'm climbing up ramps on like office building floors mm -hmm. and I'm flying out the back of the building. And if I do it just right, this will land me back on the track and I'm in a different position. I've got an advantage, and I just feel damn good because I broke some glass, y'all. That sounds cool. awesome. Yeah, no, yeah. it was a, it was yeah. a great game. Also, whenever I hear a Ridge Racer, all I can think about is um, the 2006 PS3 oh, with Kazarai. Old school. Ridge, Ridge Racer! Racer. Uh, <laughs> um, I, do, I do also really miss, it was one of the last games to ever do it before um, those assholes got a uh, copyright on load screens. Mm -hmm. uh, Ridge Racer was the oh, game. Oh, Galaga. Yes. Yeah. As the as the race is loading, you can play a little bit of Galaga there. Uh, just, I wish they more just games had it over the loading screen. Uh, well, yeah. the, um, the, there was a copyright uh, dispute. Well, uh, they can do like they can do like it expired. Rip off Galaga. Well, here's the problem. It, um, the copyright was they said unless people pay us, they can't do anything in the loading screens because mm -hmm. we own the rights to that, and that expired in um, 2014, I want to say. Yeah. But no one's done anything with them. No one's really yeah, done anything with should, them since. Mm -hmm. They should just do like something like the. Um, have you ever seen like? The, the Google dinosaur game when your internet connection goes out. Like, yeah. Ever tried that? Like, if there, even if it was something like that, that would be fun. Yeah, just a little brontosaurus. Yeah, yeah. make them jump over cactuses. But it was a, is it a, it's a T-Rex or is it a brontosaurus? It's a T-Rex. Okay. And we it, have gotten so far off I know, the point we of Mario really Kart. Do need All right, to so to next Mario Kart. <laughs> it's Mario Kart. Like, download it if you're, like, bored on the train, like, your Uber's taking too long. And you don't care about your data And you want to kill plan. five minutes, and you don't care about your data plan. <laughs> yeah, that feels or like... Or if you have unlimited data. Or, you or you're using Cybersound's Wi-Fi. <laughs> that feels pretty much like the only uh, real drive to play the game. I mean, it didn't offer much in the ways of like new characters and new tracks. Um, even to change cars, it's a whole new pain in the ass process. And they don't have it Wario. Operates different. And they don't have Wario. Wario's my player. They don't have oh. Wario. Luigi's not readily available. Yeah. Um, you can't reach max speed unless you pay them a certain amount. Mm -hmm. There's no uh, Luigi stare. You no. gotta have Luigi stare. And, I mean, honestly, a lot of the stuff that Mario Kart players do really enjoy uh, aren't in game. this game. They're not in the game, like, free initially, 
uh, and you have to pay for them, or yeah. they're just completely omitted. And it's just not worth it, dude. There's better outlets, even for this switching. same game, even for Mario Kart. Because it's not adding, <laughs> it's not adding new stuff, you know? Yeah, just like, take the Switch. Take your Switch with you, or if you have a 2D or 3D, there are racing games that go with those two. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Seems like a better situation. Yeah, yeah. I, I gotta give this a thumbs down. It was... Dude, it's just weak. Nintendo, you better than this. It, it was barely adequate. Like, like <laughs> as, as the biggest demographic for mobile games... I am disappointed that you're not giving me better options. See, right there, that's that's. See, I was hopeful when I went into the mobile market too, with like Super Mario Run. I liked that a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it's still like another, another time killer game. Like it isn't yeah. anything you're gonna spend too much time on. But yeah, but it still should yeah. still be fun. Well, if they want, sure. if they if they if they opted for something like Luigi's Mansion. You know, get more of like a get more of like an, an intricate puzzle game aspect to it. Yeah, you like know, like RPG well, puzzle style. Well, I think would be better off. Or reformat some of their. Older games, like some of their like eight and six bit games. Yeah, yo, let's get Cuckoo you know? Land on 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 the mobile phone. I want to play oh. Adventures of Lolo. No, because yeah. I was balloon fight all day. Let's do this. And all, all I could think of is I was like, you know what? Uh, it would be really cool if they did a mobile Legend of Zelda roguelike. Ooh, they should do Duck Hunt, and you could like slash the ducks like Fruit Ninja. <laughs> <laughs> I would play that. I would play the hell out of it. But fuck you, ducks. Yeah, and then, and then when that dog comes up and laughs at you, slash. <laughs> Thought you were my friend. Probably uh. still can't hit it and laugh at you, but you know. <laughs> All right, so now let's talk about Weird City. Because Weird City is the uh, Jordan Peele produced product that came out on YouTube Premium. Um... Like kind of under the radar. I, yeah, I, I, I hadn't heard of it at all until you um, mentioned it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, I had not heard of it. Which is uh, surprising because... This is my first time hearing about it. Okay, well, Weird City is a series... It's, a, it's, it's a, an it's anthology a, series. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, all it, it, taking place in the same universe with uh, the same recurring minor characters, which was yeah. kind of cool. Cause they, oh, they I'm into that. There's a, yeah, there's a... It gave fluidity. Yeah. To the, there's uh, a, so a connecting thread, as it mm -hmm, were. Mm -hmm. well, one of which is LeVar Burton. LeVar Burton. What? Back yeah, LeVar Burton show. is one yes, of the... Does he play a librarian? No, he plays he, a are scientist. Are there rainbows? If, if only, though. If only. Um, if, oh, that'd be great. Yeah. He's a scientist. But, but, he, but he was blind and had a... No, he was. He was. Yeah. <laughs> what you call it? Essentially the most important scientist in the whole world. Yes. Because, like, almost everything is an invention for him. Mm -hmm. um, but... So the setup for it is essentially like the haves and have-nots have literally built a wall between them. So like the, and it's called the line. Mm -hmm. And if you live below the line, you lived in the, you know, I guess the poorer neighborhoods, which look a lot like what the country looks like now. Yeah, only with like a class. couple little differences, like food carts like hover and stuff like that. Yeah. But like, but when you go to the other side, it's like super advanced and also weird. It above is, the line. Above the line is, is weird. High society. So would you say it's a weird city, or like, it's a weird city? It's also called like the name of the weird. city is weird. Yeah. Like that's it's like you know weird city. Yeah, next and it's to split Dubuque. down the middle mm -hmm. between the people with money and the people without. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Yep. It takes place in the near future, not distant future, but in the near future where pretty much if Google Glass had, you know, carried on. And they're on like Google Glass oh, Six and, and, and stuff a like lot that. Of discussion if of turtles in this show. Yes, yes, which is why you brought the prop. Thank you for that. Um, this is. Don't be mad at Tom. I don't know. It's along the same lines as a Twilight Zone, uh, Black Mirror, only a, not um, creepily unnerving. 
Yeah, there's every episode isn't meant to give you like some kind of ambiguous moral outcome. Like, ooh, it's these are fiction stories. Yeah, you know, but for the sense of fiction, there's there's no blatant agenda. There's, there's a like, couple wink, like there wink are in some moments, of those yeah. but there's yeah. no like twist at the end. It's more like no, people in this like city and how they live. The correct. Yeah, correct. It's a lot more like outer limits where I'm just taking in this weird ass story from beginning to end. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, um, dude. I think maybe uh, the oh one thing I, me- I mentioned real quick, which I'm about to get into, is the cast of this so is people. makes it the most surprising as to why you've never heard about it because dude Rosario Dawson Michael Sarah, uh, Ed O'Neill um, uh, forget it's Al Bundy in it? Uh, it's yes, got Al, it it's Al Bundy it's the first episode I'm sold yeah, Stephen Yoon um, Laverne Cox Mark Hamill's in Mark it Mark Hamill you know that's that's a phenomenal cast. cast yes he is yeah. yes, it he took me a while to realize who it was and I was like and I looked it up it's Mark Hamill that's why I recognize mm. the voice yeah so many people yeah. uh, Sarah Gilbert popping back mm-hmm. up uh, she's mm. still doing acting. She's still acting after um after uh, Roseanne. I mean, she's then... still on the Connors. It wasn't canceled. Yeah, it, it, it's still going. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Okay, I, I can't I, say I, I'm a regular actually, viewer of the Connors. I, I think she produces my blackness will not allow me to to dip my toe back in that particular lake. Well, they killed Roseanne. Yeah. Yes. Like. I was kind of hoping she'd die like um like Charlie died on uh, Two and a Half Men. I mean, she did kind of off screen. Yeah, they were just no, like no. Roseanne likes drugs. All right, moving on. Well, she no, I know, I know, but... on her medication and now she's dead. Well, no, Charlie's thing was they didn't just kill him. They, oh, they had exploded. Him... Yeah, he got he got he got like nudged by a by by a passing bullet train yeah. and like splattered over an entire over like over a, bu- a bunch of people and a subway station and then his remains hit the. Yeah, it, but oh, it's, that, but he wasn't oh, dead. That's though. just like the showrunners are working their stuff out after working with Charlie Sheen. I don't blame yeah, him. But yeah. then they turned out that he wasn't dead, and mm. that chick was holding him captive in her basement because she caught him cheating. Like that was like a whole thing. It's a, <laughs> it's a dumbass show. Yeah, mm. but then they kill him in the very last minute of the last episode. Are we talking about Weird City or Two and a Half? Men? No, Two and a Half. We're talking about Two and a Half Men. But you're right. That <laughs> is something that happened in Weird City. Back to Weird City, yes, however, weird city. the cast is like imp- is, actually is pretty bonkers. impeccable. It's, it's so many. No, it sounds like a Which called Aquafina's in it. Mm-hmm. She's in like one of the last episodes. A lot, a lot of, a lot of named people doing yes. a lot of interesting, weird stuff. The voice stuff. of Moana was in this. Mm-hmm. That was what the third episode, the the going to college one. Uh, the girl. She she's the voice of Moana. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I kept looking at her like you're familiar, but I couldn't place her. Oh, you recognize the voice, but you couldn't place the face. I don't know. I placed the face. Oh. That was the thing. I've seen her face plenty because when the song was nominated for best um, song at the Oscars, she came and sang it, mm. and was very professional when the dancers accidentally hit her in the face. Ooh. Yeah, she just kept singing mm-hmm. <laughs> like it didn't happen. <laughs> That's a pro right there. Yeah. yeah. She was only 15 at the time. I was very impressed. Oh. Um, <laughs> oh, okay. Um, good for her. No one hit her in the face in this. No, no. Well. No one got uh, okay, okay. Well. <laughs> um, Weird City, uh, you gave pretty much the breakdown. I'm loving the representation of society in this because uh, there's AI. Above some the of liners are weird, above, though. Above the liners are jackasses. Let they are. They are. Essentially, they are, like, born and bred to be arrogant bungholes mm-hmm. because they because they live in the thought process they are better than the people yeah. in the life and it, that's like a hard truth to them oh you know what it's a lot like if you've read um brave new world and 1984 yeah brave new world is above the line 1984 is below the line i got you and there's mild crossovers where uh the people below the line are selected are um like assigned life mates mm-hmm. whereas if you're above the line you can make that choice and there are services 
that exists. No, people above to make the line source? are assigned live mates. Below the line, they have to figure that out themselves. I thought it was the other way. No. No, because in the first in the first episode, um, yeah, dude is from. Above, yeah. No, no, he was born below the line. He yeah. lives above the line. Hence, why he was not assigned a life. Yeah, that's mate. what I'm saying. People above the line are assigned. No, people, people below, below the line are assigned. People no, above can it, make their no, choice. No, that's the thing. That's why he wasn't assigned because he was born below the line. And then people when he went above, above the line, he wasn't assigned. At birth, they are assigned. No, people are below. All right. Well, at some point, <laughs> this at some point, this dude was lonely. All right, so he goes to a surface, and he's matched up. And the show does weird things to really catch time with that, catch was, with that name. Weird I like city that where it's like, yeah, he goes there. He gives like he fills out proper surveys. You know, like you go on OKQ and you fill out your you know questionnaire and stuff. It's a weird questionnaire. Yeah, but question it, about the turtle. But it was it, but it was pointed though. It was pointed it because back it it found <laughs> it found his perfect match. The problem is he's a, he's, a, he's a hetero male, and his perfect his match, match was Ed another O'Neal. hetero male. <laughs> Drastic difference in dis- dis- Who was much age older difference. Than him, yeah, yeah. Like, and they turned out to be. Like, I love how Ed O'Neill just shows up to his door. It's like your life mate will show up to your place at midnight tonight. Ed O'Neill just shows up late, yeah. and he's just like his dude is also always late. Yeah, and he's just like, um, hey, uh, are you gay? He's like, no. It's like yeah. I'm not either. Neither am I. <laughs> I, I was, I'm, I'm trying to think why they sent me here to you. Um, I'm just going to go. Sorry, I guess. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I guess uh, it must have been mixed up. We'll go down there and talk to him. Sorry, how, where would you come from? He's like, I came from blank. Oh, well, that's really far. Well, I'll tell you what, since you already came all this way, I'm going to get some food. You know what I mean? Hate to send you back home. Basically, just through like this whole, well, I feel bad this like sucks they for you as much for you as it does for me. Yeah, they had you know? so much in common. Yeah, and they formed this relationship. I'm just like, and the next that's thing you really know, weird... they're banging. <laughs> yeah, that too was a surprise. <laughs> just like whoa, because they're still like hetero men, but they're like we just get along so Soon damn well. well. Ah. See, I don't know. I, I don't think I can handle saying <laughs> Al Bundy bang. <laughs> you don't see it, see it. But like, he did a he did a he did a shirtless scene though. That was very surprising for me. Yo, you know in real life he's like a triple black belt. Yeah, yes. he, he does. Yeah. He, he's, <laughs> he's, he's an insane. He's an insane MMA. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's I like he's he, like Joe. He's like Joe Rogan, only tolerable. Yeah, like yeah. you know, black it's, black. it's just like everything about this dude is he's really into the culture, but he's like you still like the guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And he didn't, all the he didn't, rest of those guys are not that fun. Yeah, and he didn't do that weird shape head, head thing that Rogan did. Also, I keep on calling him Al Bundy. I, I just can't remove <laughs> like. Ed O'Neill from the character. Well, it, it is you know? a very iconic role for him. It yeah. is. Do you watch Modern Family? I you tried want, to, but I'm like, it's Al Bundy. Oh, <laughs> my kid, my, my eldest daughter loves that show. It's, it's like I, show. I, I like it. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. It, 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 feel, it feels dirty to say I like this really popular sitcom, but I do. I mean, it's 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 not terrible. Yeah, no, I tried to get into it, but like I said, I just can't remove like Ed O'Neill from it's, the Al Bundy character. No, you know? it's, it's yeah. fair. I had a it's long fair. time. Um, oh God, Katie Segal, who played um, she played Cap Yeah, right. like when she was on. She played uh, oh. When she was on ten, th- um, eight thing, eight rules to dating my teenage mm-hmm. daughter, um, what you call it? There was a while I kept looking at her, I'm like Peg Bundy, Peg Bundy, it's Peg Bundy. But after a while, I got you, yeah, you, you but, get used to it. But she also pulled like a Mark Hamill for a while and did like voiceover work, oh, for, like yeah. Futurama and stuff. Does. Yeah, oh, yeah. I just think the voice. They're still are they still making Futurama? No, that, that they're, they're, they're after the nineteenth season fin- uh, series. Yeah, I was finale. gonna say. Yeah, I yeah. like this. Wait. Now, I don't remember which was the season. They finale. kept <laughs> because they've had so many. They've, they've had it was like the third one that was finales. on Adult Swim before they was went back the to TNT. Where, when they um, and then they went to Fox. Time? Was it the one they froze time and her and 
um, okay. probably got to live out their whole like lives, and then like the they got like second. a redo at the end. Yeah, yeah. Like was that the last one? Um, I don't know. Maybe. If that was, it would have been a great finale. <laughs> they've, they've had several like finite endings at the <laughs> show that has like never really. It. Yeah, the, um, Fox. my personal favorite Fox. was when they all yeah. rode off on the giant space man array. It's like us. Oh, so society is over, never to return again. They're like, yeah. what renewed? Then the next episode, the first new episode starts of the the uh, the um, the rage is coming back. Well, we're back now. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah, like I think I like the time freeze ending the best. Like if that really was the last episode, mm-hmm. it would make one make cool sense in a in a way start the series all over. So there's like a time loop situation, but. Like, no. Well, also, maybe, maybe they well, the, the two main characters get together. And it... Well, there was two of those, because there's the one where uh, they were, so they, there's the one where they're falling off. Yes, we are. <laughs> um, I'll just wrap it up. Here. So, there's the one where they're falling off the balcony mm-hmm. uh, perpetually, yeah. and, then there's the, and then there's the one... No, that's the same episode. Okay, you're not talking about the Lars, um, the Lars Future Wait, are we still talking about no, 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 that's a different Okay, that's a, that's a different one, too. Not, are we still talking about Al Bundy banging? No, back no, to Al Bundy banging. Yeah, back to Good Lord. Yeah, so I mean, that, <laughs> that's just one time. episode. Michael Sarah kind of impressed me. Yeah, because so he, he plays he plays essentially Michael Sarah, and then becomes um, I don't know uh, Channing Tatum in uh, in Twenty One Jump Street. Only crazy. Only crazy er. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy-er. When you first meet this dude, he's like crazy for the fan. Like, no, nah, you can do this, right? Let's jump up the side of this building. Cause, cause like, put, mother, what? <laughs> Cause you like know, his whole thing with the worms, but I kept saying, aren't those caterpillars? But <laughs> they're they're, they're it, it's it's TV worms. They had a budget. I'm like, but worms don't have feet. But whatever, okay. Well, they evolved. They're they're hopped up on that juice. Little nubbins. Yeah, um, <laughs> they're above the line worms. They're above the line like, worms. It, yeah, uh, and the worms and what, come back. Like everything comes back in other episodes, like it, as a reference. Yeah. So they're all very well interconnected. Mm-hmm. And I mentioned the AI thing specifically, so I can call out how. Um, at one point, Michael Sarah's uh, his his Siri commits suicide because <laughs> she because she can't stand him. She just can't stand him. I'm like, and like nobody likes him, and that's really the issue. Yeah, like, he's yeah. really weird, and he creeps everybody out. Mm-hmm. There's um, that's oh, gonna suck when you're like Siri kills itself because it can't stand you. It's like, uh, there is an old school. I'm not sure if it was met, met directly as a uh, callback because I used to love these things, and I'm pretty sure I'm like one in seven million so it's probably just pure coincidence but i used to love those cartoons that would do like the house of the future the, you know, oh yeah like that future. 1950s like nuclear age stuff kind of yeah oh yeah my God, the house like of the future of the simpsons which one oh, oh i think oh, it was oh, the tree house of horror episode the haunted house the it's either the haunted house and there was an episode where they had a smart house yes your intestines will rot and boil and some horrible stuff yeah Stop like it was essentially i do a terrible um, margin impression from um 2001 Space Odyssey in yes. their house. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry, Dave. You're a punk bitch. <laughs> um, well, anyways, we're getting a little into the weeds. Yeah. I'm going to have to cut a lot of this out. So um, the, It presents different approaches, interesting approaches, to some regular and very often done story tropes, which is a good thing, believe it or yeah, not. It a lot of people are down on the side. You're not doing anything new. You're not doing anything original. It's like... There's nothing original. Yeah, you don't have to, like, Ever. rack yourself to do something, like, brand new <laughs> every time because it's not going to be new to everybody. You just have to do something good. And honestly, I think this show is good. It's... it. Um, what I'm definitely want to call out, since knowing it's a Jordan Peele project, is this is the type of show that his new Twilight Zone should have been. Fair enough. His new Twilight Zone. I think Zone. there was also some constrictions because it still has to be Twilight Zone, you know? It does, but he tried to make Twilight Zone more like Tales from the Crypt. 
and the whole thing well what yes and having most of the episodes be um like almost direct homages to previously existing twilight zones i think really stunted it as a show yeah all right well i may be looking a little deeply into it i was a big twilight zone fan of like every series including like i like twilight zone but i probably watched outer limits more or in night gallery more when i was younger so that might be the She's a little bit out of limits. <laughs> and I'm a little Twilight Zone. You know, it's like, but you get what you get what I'm getting at, though. It's just like I like the. It feels like this show learned from the mistakes um, that were made with trying to bring back the Twilight Show and limiting its possibilities. This is a show there that's no completely limits. all its own. It's bonkers. It, in some ways, it kind of reminds me of um, Love, Sex, and Robots. Oh, it's just so? how outlandish some of the stories are like i think about like the yogurt story and yeah okay and that see, kind of vibe is what i get from this show totally yeah i don't know man you already sold me on this show i'm probably gonna watch it tonight. all right yeah well it's weird it's Sounds weird great. it's called weird city um i'm not getting a thumbs up starring freaking everyone we mentioned uh uh sarah gilbert i don't think we yeah. called out um, um laverne I, mean, cox. I glossed over laverne cox laverne cox is always amazing also and, man kids like this, she she looked amazing in this. Oh yeah, no, she's she's mm, mm, she's doing good things. Like mm. legit, you wouldn't like if 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 I didn't already know that she was born biologically male, I would not know just by looking at her. And like she looks so good in this, mm. and also right, because she gets to like dress up in this. Whereas when she was on um, Orange Is the New Black, yeah. she was always dressed down, and she likes glamour. So I don't, I don't know how much high it. fashion is allowed in prison. So I mean, that, that's, well, yeah, like but I she also spent like half of the series in solitary confinement too so it's like well, yeah because she's true yeah no i know all right so the movie the, the movie uh the show's called uh weird city it's available on youtube premium or however else you get these things um it's a thumbs up for me all around yeah, yeah. thumbs up all I around crazy all right but we've also come to the end of our show yes, we have. i want to thank you all for joining us for the action-packed fun-filled episode i want to thank shana boom i want to thank adam no, that sounds like a horror. Oh, dog! I was like Adam. His knuckles cracking. And I want to thank you. Uh, if you heard anything on this show you want to chime in on, hit us up at geekdownradio at gmail.com or find us on the internet, geek-down.com, the website for all that goodness. Find us and stalk us on social media, at the Geek Down on Instagram, on Twitter. Find us on SoundCloud, geek-down, for all the clips, all the goodness, and find us on your favorite uh, podcast streaming app. You know, we're on Pod, on uh, CastBox, on uh, and any of them, and on Spotify, too, in a couple of weeks. And, I mean... That's pretty much it. We'll catch you all. Same bat time, same bat channel. Until next time, be excellent to each other. Peace.